So anybody have any idea why we're here outside of the fact that I asked you to be? I think you said this was a two-part or a follow-up on our initial thing, right? Did I disclose that information? I forget sometimes. Yeah. yeah you said it was kind of like the uh, the check-in. Where are they now? <clears throat> um, well, we did, if everybody remembers, I, uh, we did a Two Things You Need to Be Doing in 2018 podcast right at the end of 2017. And I thought we're almost at the six-month mark, just right about. Uh, so I thought it would be fun to kind of check in see how those things were. I was going to be like a responsible podcast host and actually go back and listen to that episode. That did not happen. Um, yeah. So we're just going to, we're just going to go base it off of memory, you know, the good times, the good vibes. Um, and uh, I mean, so let's just start it out with how has 28 been over the last six months for everybody? Go for it, Rob. Fair enough. So, I mean, 2018 has been solid. I'm not exactly where I wanted to be. I kind of set a big goal for myself and I'm a bit short on that. Um, but I, it's still been a phenomenal year. Yeah. Uh, same here. I mean, um, it's funny. Sometimes I feel like previous years success can kind of, uh, lead you to make, um, gigantic goals and you know you have some confidence that you can hit them and that's what i kind of did too uh and i'm just not quite where i'd like to be as well um but that said it's still better than any year you know prior to this one so um i'm just trying to find at this point it's just the the balance thing it's um it's difficult uh, I'll go back to Rob. Rob, is it? You guys both basically told me the same thing. Um, is it just because you're you didn't hit the goals? Uh, like, what what is what kind of what 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 is in your estimation so far? Like, was it just too outlandish of a goal, or are there things that you haven't been able to execute on for whatever X Y Z reason that you think is kind of delaying that? So I, I'd say there's kind of a couple of factors to that. Um, one being I got dragged into a lot more um, management of the business than strictly focusing on sales, which is my preference. And so that that hurt my sales numbers. I mean, other people, you know, mainly my younger brother who, who picks up the slack for me when that happens, he's having a phenomenal year. And so, you know, basically what I didn't sell, he is selling. Um, so it, it's still coming to the agency. It's just um, selfishly not coming to me. And I stupidly set the largest goal for myself. And so then getting dragged into the management of things versus actually selling, it kind of, uh, it makes it look like I'm having a bad year when in reality, as an agency, we're having a phenomenal year. Sharing is caring, Rob. It, it is it and and you know it's great but I still enjoy selling far more than managing fair enough mr. Brown uh, yeah man I think what it is is um, by just kind of committing to you know doing the daily blog and just being a lot well very much focused on that and stuff I've kind of let other things slip a tad um, in certain kind of areas. And I think, you know, in our business, regardless if it's commercial or, or personal alliance uh, or life and health or, you know, gosh, if you're a dang real estate agent, um, 
maintaining sort of those referral partner relationships and, you know, just being for lack of better comparison, just like a good friend to those folks instead of just like only cranking out, um, you know, the quotes for them and, and stuff and kind of doing that. I think it's super important. I've kind of, uh, slacked off a tad on that stuff. And I think sometimes you can sort of see that effect, you know, the, uh, the bottom line. And, and I think too, for me, um, I don't know. I kind of have a bunch of ideas at once. And then because of that, some of those ideas either don't succeed like they could, if I just focused on one at a time, uh, or they just don't even, you know, uh, get executed on. So that's kind of the challenge that I'm kind of facing right now. Um, but it's a, you know, it's a good thing to have I'm, I'm still, like I said, doing better uh, sales wise than last year, but just kind of managing everything at once is, is, um, is definitely uh, a challenge. Well, that's the price of being a YouTube star, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't know if I'm quite, uh, I don't think I can categorize myself as a, as a YouTube star. Just, uh, what do you, it's just, you know, go with it, man. Just let it, I mean, people don't know at home. Just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, the life of a YouTube star is a difficult one, but. Um, all right. So Rob, I would say we have a very good contrast here, right? So Woody's, Woody's doing the, the glamorous daily vlog. I would say that you're maybe in more in the thick of the blue collar kind of, um, lunch pail, um, work right now. How has that been treating you? Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a, that's a very fair statement. I mean, you know, I, I don't have the sizzle uh, of Woody. Um, I mean, who on. does though? But who does? Really? Who does? Woody, just take it, man. I mean, you are the I mean, there's... singer in the band, and you know the rest of us oh, are just man. backup singers. But you know, I, I'm very happy with my blue collar work. I'm very happy. I mean, uh, mainly I've I, I haven't done a video in a long time, but. Um, the content, uh, which is basically all written, has been performing very well. I mean, traffic is up uh, really substantially to our website. I think over last year, we're at like a 75% boost in traffic. And so, I mean, I can't, I can't complain. Um, it would be nice, uh, if I had some of that, you know, woody sizzle, uh, which, you know, I think with more reps would happen. Um, but you know, I mean, the blue collar work is great. I mean, it performs, it's putting premium on the books, which is, you know, the most important thing. Didn't you just drop your, uh, best of 2018 article with a video? Uh, that was actually back in March. Am I being a bad friend? Yeah, I'm being yeah. a bad friend. Oh, yeah. You got a lot going yeah. on. You got a lot going on. But yeah, you you <laughs> tweeted that out and it's like three months old. Sorry. <laughs> I think it was the end of March. It was the end of March, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it was the end of March. I, I sneaked that All right. That so in. we're talking April, May. It's two months. Let's just pump the brakes on three months. <clears throat> if that makes you feel fall. better, you can, you it can does. take it. It does. Three is like, a, you know, like, like a whole quarter yeah. almost, you know? Very true. True. Anyways. Um, all right. So everyone's still doing good, um, but not quite where we want to be. Um, then I think what you had said in our previous, previous installment of whatever we're going to call this kind of, um, you know, kind of off brand trifecta of podcasting people, um, you wanted to do everything video related. That was like your thing, like your thing to do. 
in 2018. Are you still feeling that in the, in the midst of uh, however many episodes of a daily vlog or are you kind of wanting to throw your camera out the window? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a gentle mixture of both <laughs> some days, man. Like I just, uh, it, some days it's a lot of fun and I have the time to kind of focus more on like getting a cool shot or just editing a little bit more. Some days I'm just so slammed, um, with everything at work and in life and everything like that, that, uh, you know, it, I have to take a deep breath and, uh, just kind of get it done. Um, you know, I, uh, it's funny. I was thinking this today, since today's a Wednesday and I do my ask Woody Wednesday videos, um, how the, and this is part of the reason why I wanted to do this challenge too, is that like how easy it's going to seem to just do a weekly video, you know? Um, you know, or, or that, a couple just, that hurts a little, Woody. That hurts a little. <laughs> well, I'm, but I know, but it's it's a relative statement because I know how difficult it is to do a daily one. So now it's it's the same thing. Like you know, it's easy for a marathoner to kind of just uh, do a five k, but for somebody that has never ran a five k before, you know, the five k is the sort of mountain that they have to climb. But once you climb it, you're like, ah, that's not as bad. So the same thing with the uh, you know the daily vlog thing. It's like you know, I wanted to be able to do it quicker and more efficiently. And whenever I think about the future, um, you know, just doing either a weekly video or maybe two or three things a week, you know, that's pretty attractive at this point. Um, that's not to say that I've completely, you know, I don't like it anymore or anything like that. It is a lot of fun. And what's really cool is meeting people in the YouTube com community that are just getting started vlogging as well that have, you know, nothing to do with insurance and don't live in Georgia and stuff. Some, you know, for whatever reason, it's 2018 that still kind of blows my mind, the, the reach uh, of everything that is the, uh, the internet, you know, social media and, and all of that. So, um, Rob, do you remember yours? I want to say you'd mentioned pipe drive at some point, which I maybe or maybe not, you know, ridiculed you for just because it was again, very blue collar. Um, was that your thing or would you have something? No, no, that was definitely my thing. I am still a huge believer in pipe drive. I mean, that has been sort of, you know, that's the only thing that's allowed me to even get the, the sales that I have is, is having that organization behind me so that when, you know, after walking out of a, a meeting with, you know, carriers, which I can't stand, sorry, carriers who listen to this, but sales rep meetings bring so little value. It's very tough to justify the time for them. But, you know, when you get a call from a prospect that you, you, you then have the notes in pipe drive to, to know that, oh yeah, Hey, we were working on this versus just relying on my memory, which can be questionable at times. <laughs> Would either of you like to revise um, the things that you found to be important? Is there anything you'd like to add in hindsight now, having kind of almost six months in the bank? Uh, I mean, I would say like one thing that I've learned um, that is number one, everybody, I don't think it's, I don't even think it's an arguable point anymore that video is important, right? But not everybody wants to do it for a couple of reasons. One, they're really not creative or they just don't, you know, they're like, oh, I don't really know how to do that. Two, they don't really want to take the time to learn how to do it and actually take the time to do it. And, um, and so I think that anybody thinking about going into the, like sort of the vlogging, um, uh, 
path of going down that way, that road of vlogging, you should really kind of think about it in terms of, you know, you either got to spend time or money. And in some cases, I feel like, man, you know, for certain things, if I paid somebody that was better at doing this to do certain, you know, videos or something, then especially if it's like agency wide, you know, if you've got an agency that, you know, there's, you, you know, no one really has that sort of background, then I, I would definitely recommend um, just paying somebody to do it a professional, you know, and, and being okay with that price tag and knowing that, you know, it's either going to cost you two to five grand for a one to three minute video that you're going to pay for somebody to do, or you can spend that the time um, to learn it yourself and kind of quote unquote, save that money. So you're either going to spend time or you're going to spend money. So you kind of have to. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst part, right? And I talked to so many agents who are kind of like, Oh, I want to learn this, but here's the, here's the problem, right? Like when somebody goes to jump into video or any, any kind of marketing kind of creative skill that they're not naturally motivated, interested in, or Mm -hmm. aren't, you know, hoping to find an interest or desire to kind of do, they, they're going to invest that time and then they're going to quit. So not only did they, it's like, it's like a double negative in some cases, right? They've, they've wasted the time to learn it and then they didn't follow through with it. Now, if you paid somebody like on a, you know, 12 month commitment, you know, you, yeah, you wasted the money or, you know, whatever you want to, however you want to classify that use of money, but you at least have something for it and a definitive amount of time on it. You know, it's right. like the worst thing you could do is try to learn something, not follow through with it. Um, because again, for whatever reason, it's just, you find, you know, that at some point in time, like, oh, this is, this is work. You've got to like some portion of it to actually Mm -hmm. continue with it. Otherwise you will hate yourself every single day. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's like the main thing, because I think in, in different podcasts, blogs, um, just in our industry, but just in any industry, right. Everyone's always video, 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 video. And the reality is, man, it's, it's definitely a lot tougher. I think, I mean, depending on like how you go with it, right. Depending on the quality that you want to achieve. Like if, if you just want to get involved in video, then do Facebook live and just freaking use your phone or your computer and just knock it out. And that way people are getting to know you better. But if you want to, you know, a little bit more production value and that kind of thing, you really have to be into the, the creation process and, and kind of dig that. And, and I don't know. Rob, I want to bring you in real quick because, I mean, like we've had these conversations. It's like, you know, you don't necessarily love creating video, but you you do what's kind of necessary to get your message out in front of people. Um, can you speak for those people? Can you give that, can you give a voice to those people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so not everyone is going to be Woody. You know, it's kind of the same concept as, you know, for people who follow YouTube, not everyone is going to be a Casey Neistat. But you don't need to be. Um, I have nowhere near the camera presence of Woody, but nor do I honestly get as excited about video, I think, as Woody. Um, <laughs> I do video, um, but it's not like my passion. It doesn't have to be your passion, but you have to get it done. You, you, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like you sell some policies that you're not proud of, but you sell them anyway. You know, it, it, it might be that monoline workers comp that you hope becomes something else. But, you know, that that's kind of how I view video. Um, not necessarily right. Um, but for those of you like me who don't 
get super excited about video. You just got to do it. And good enough is still better than, you know, the 99% who aren't doing it. Right. I mean, so much, like, I mean, like, you know, and I think this other dangerous thing, like, again, like, I feel like there is a, a little irresponsibility with some of the video advice going around just as the expectations, like a, a talking, like a solid three to five minute talking head video is still completely acceptable um, to get the job done. Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Alpha and, M, I mean, he's kind of a YouTuber. Yes. I mean, Hey, yeah, I'm, I thought I was the only weirdo that followed no, that guy. But no, no, no. He's a good, Let's go for it, man. Basically all his videos are talking head and he gets hundreds yeah. of thousands of views. Thousands of views. And yeah. you know, he doesn't leave his, I mean, I, I think he even said in one of those that it's, it's all recorded in his basement and you know, he doesn't have the most glamorous setup it's talking head, but yeah. you know, he, he is definitely a YouTube quote star and mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be phenomenal fancy b-roll whatever else right he does have he does have a ridiculous on-camera presence if we're really going to break down the nuts and bolts of it i mean you know he's got very good headlines uh you know he's got a huge personality oh yeah he's got a ton Um, he's got a ton of personality i mean i i think so but my my point is i mean it it can still you you can compensate for not being the best at video if you've got a decent personality which at the end of the day most people in insurance do they just turn it off for the camera i mean you know, at, at the golf club, at the, the bar, wherever, you know, these yeah. people are hanging out, insurance people have good personalities nine times out of 10. You know, we're not, you yeah. know, the most boring people. It's just actually getting that out in front of a camera instead of being like, oh, I'm on camera. I, I Ian O'Claim, mm-hmm. Ian O'Claim, I can't say that. Ian, I, I, uh, uh. Turn, I, I like that, man. Turning it off for the camera. That was good. Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I do think uh, yeah. Well, you know, um, it's still it's still it's still one of the biggest questions I get all the time, right? It's just oh, well, can I say this? Can I do that? I, was like, I mean, as long as you're not irresponsible about it, as, as long as you're not making definitive claims and things like that, always check with your companies first. All of those you know smart, responsible things, always do those. But you know, at some point, you know, you just have to go do the thing, and. Um, and most of the time, if you're selling business, they're not going to be like, oh, please stop selling business. Stop doing something that's, you know, you know, working, right? Yeah, right. hundred you percent. Know, if you're, if you're se- selling business, like, like oh, um, you mean you, you don't want that, you know, X amount of sales because they came through these videos. You know, if you don't want that, I'll stop, you know, if you want, really. But um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn the tables a little bit. Uh, what, I'm going to put you guys kind of the center of this. What, um. What do you guys want to know from each other? Just if we want to get a little kind of Woody Rob action going on here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, while Rob did say he doesn't have my sizzle, I like to uh, argue that point because I, you do have my sizzle, just you definitely do it in writing. So you have a different sizzle, if you will. Um, and that's something that I, you know, I love to read and consume. Um, blogs when I can, my question would be, Rob, um, when you are putting together like, you know, a blog, um, is, I don't know. I mean, do you work from sort of a list of topics that you just kind of have a working list that you just kind of add to every now and then? Um, that's part one of the question. And then part two is, um, what's your ideal sort of like 
when do you do it? I guess, you know, is it early in the morning uh, when you can kind of concentrate? Is it late at night? Is it just whenever you can fit it in, um, you know, to, uh, to get the written word content out there. All right. So, um, to answer your first part, the ideas, um, they kind of come when they come. Um, I, it sounds lame, but um, I do have like a master idea list, um, but oftentimes I pick something that just came to me like last week. Um, I'll be driving around and I'll be like, okay, Google, send me an email, blah, 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 blah. Oh, my phone's firing up now. <laughs> uh, and so a lot of my content comes from stuff like that, uh, where it's just like I tie something together from a conversation I had with this client and then a conversation I, I had with this client and there's a common thread there that's not necessarily the exact question they asked, but this is what they actually asked. And so it really goes back to that Marcus Sheridan strategy of they ask you answer. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's not as definitive as like I have a list of 500 questions and I'm going to answer all of these. Um, right. It, I have that list, um, but it's just that feels like uninspired work. Whereas when it's like, oh, I talked to Joe the other day about this and wait, I talked to Steve about it, too. I should write about this. And th mm -hmm. those are a lot easier to write. In, you know, when I try and pull something off that list because, oh, it's time to publish a blog article, it, 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 it sucks. Um, you know, then it's work. It's not fun then, um, which I do. You know, I, I try and post, um, you know, at least a couple times a month. And so sometimes it's work and sometimes it's fun. Um, as far as what time, um, I still typically do 99% of my content creation outside of normal business hours. Um, I find it very hard to get that stuff done during, you know, office hours. Um, right. I, I've tried, um, you know, I'll close my door, I'll shut off my phone, um, but it's still just, it, it's much easier for me to do it, you know, after dinner, sitting in my comfy chair, sitting on the couch, and I can crank that out in, you know, 30 minutes, whereas it, during the day, even trying to disconnect from all the distractions, I could spend two hours trying to write something. Um, I do tend to record the videos um, during office hours. I don't really know why, um, I, but but that, that does seem to happen during normal office hours. Um, but the content, the written word is almost always done after hours for me. Cool. What do you, I mean, let's be honest. We know Rob calls that chair his comfy chair. When, <laughs> like something yes. he actually refers to. He tells his wife, I'm going to go sit in the comfy chair now. Don't bother me for like 30 minutes. Absolutely. I think as soon as you say that, I was like, oh man. Everybody needs that a comfy is, chair. True. True, true, true. It's funny that you say that too, because I am the same way with, on the videos, uh, especially like the insurance related ones, the weekly one, um, the ask what Wednesday, I have a, I have a list of, you know, common topics or whatever, you know, it's just, uh, in the notes, uh, in my iPhone, it's just stuff that I know at some point I could answer, but then every single week, uh, as I'm thinking about what I want to do every single time, something way more interesting pops up because of a real time question that, a client had or a potential client had and it makes me think and then i'm like oh yeah you know i'm gonna do that and uh just like you said it's way more inspired that way than it is just kind of like this is a deductible you know right um so but see like cool. i don't ugh, 
I think you're overthinking it. I mean, you have, you, you're creating the videos, which is the same thing. You're just doing it in a different format. So, I mean, right. if video comes more natural to you, which it sure as heck seems it does, um, you know, I would just pay somebody to transcribe that, put a little, you know, spit and polish on it and call it a blog post. I mean, you yeah. know, for me, writing comes easier. And so I'll write it and then create the video afterwards. But I mean, I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel. I mean, your content is killer. So just, just repurpose it. And, and then, you know, you, you got your blog, your video done. Yeah, that's good. Yes. That's a great thought, man. I mean, I think they charge like a couple cents a word. I mean, you're probably yeah we, we use this service i just actually came up in the agency nation university alex depazzo was asking about it i've, I've used this company rev.com mm -hmm. um for quite a few and i think i've done let me see i've done probably four or five transcriptions with them and i think it's by length maybe but like i have two i did two videos at like 23 bucks for two so um, based on the length, I think I did another, another one for $15. So yeah, I think it goes by length, like time and whatever, but that's just that service. But I mean, it's, it's a pretty solid transcription. Um, and man, does it make your, your life much easier? Yeah. So do you use those transcript transcriptions for like closed captioning on, on YouTube or are you then taking that and making it out into a blog post, Joey? So, uh, well, this is my holy grail of kind of activity. I haven't nailed this process down, but I, once we get this thing cranking, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. But um, I did, the goal is to work backwards from a video, right? So we take a vlog episode and um, transcribe that. And then we've got like a ghostwriter to basically polish it up and kind of, you know, kind of try and tweak it into the voice. That process is proving to be a little more work than anticipated, but then basically it comes back to me. And then I clean it up even more. And then, you know, if it's Ryan's post, he'll look it over, format it up, and then get it up. Um, we've published one so far. It's the um, only, it's like the only three tasks insurance leaders must perform or whatever. We, we did mm -hmm. it as a video, actually repurposed it as a Facebook, like short Facebook video for like two minutes, turned it into a blog post. Um, but if we could crank that out like consistently um, and, and get quality, because I mean, like, you know, if you do a 10 minute, video you're talking you know a thousand fifteen hundred word blog post so which is money i mean it's it's good stuff mm -hmm. yeah interesting and i mean it's good topics too if it, but it makes you think about your video and you'll notice that like not every video is going to make a great blog post because there's just you know if you're doing a if you're truly doing a video right and you're kind of actually showing some things it's not going to translate as well but you know at least you know one out of three should be a solid you know blog post topic idea yep all right. So yeah. my question for you, Woody, is how or, or give me some pointers in how to get better on camera, because I think that is truly like you. I, I get it. Like some of it is just natural inborn ability, whether you're willing to admit it or well, not. But there's definitely some, you know, you do a great job making things into a story and, you know, not just camera presence, but making things into a story you do a very good job at. Well, I appreciate uh, the compliment, man. Um, step one, find your favorite whiskey. <laughs> Get you a large, like a, like a tall, tall, heavy pour of that. And just start sipping on it a little bit. And then once you're down close to the bottom, turn that camera on and start talking. Um, 
you know, I joke about that, but if you ever notice, and this is kind of funny, like on the, on the vlog episodes that my wife is participating in, like anytime we do like sort of like a question and answers type thing or whatever. Uh, in fact, somebody pointed it out the other day, they noticed that she's got like a, a glass of wine, you know? And I think that's, I think that's one way to kind of loosen up a little bit, uh, and kind of get, you know, kind of take the nerves down a little bit. And so that you can kind of be, you know, more of yourself. Cause that's the thing, you know, just like you said, people in the insurance industry have great personalities. We're used to like being outgoing for the most part and, and talking to other people and they're fun and all this kind of thing. But for whatever reason, as soon as that camera's on, it's like you like, turn into not yourself really, you know? And it's also helpful to have someone like maybe your wife watch the video and be like harsh, um, in terms of critiquing it, uh, which I had my wife do when I first got started. I was like, you know, tell me. And one of her, one of her main things that she would say would be, you gotta be more yourself. You're, you're kind of overemphasizing words or you're doing something that's, you know, just not who you are. And, and truthfully, and another way, I mean, this is going to be one of those statements. that's going to be seemingly common sense, but the more you do it, man, the more comfortable you get, you know, I mean, and the more natural you come off, I would say, um, you know, I don't think I have any sort of innate ability or anything. I think after a while you just get so used to doing all that stuff that you're, you know, you, you, you feel more comfortable sort of being silly or making a weird face. You don't really care if you're going to look, you know, um, silly or, or whatever. You just, you just get used to it. But before then, uh, you know, maybe just, uh, have a couple shots. <laughs> Cause I can guarantee, here's the thing. I can guarantee you, like, if we had a video, like a camera following us around whenever we go out to, to have a, a cocktail, um, elevate did you, you you know you'd be just nor you know like you just be rob on camera um so just think of that sort of mentality and uh yeah i mean who cares if you do it during business hours <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking about that with the drinking during business hours hey why not yeah. i mean I, little madman action yeah exactly I'm going to, I'm going to take you up on the segue because this is where I kind of wanted to end things. Uh, can we just, I mean, like, honestly, fellas, I mean, we're what, three weeks away from elevate or, you know, 18 days. Uh, Woody, you are moderating the panel. Rob is speaking on, but mostly we're just going to hang out in Cleveland for a couple of days really is what's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, who's excited? Are we excited? This is, yeah, I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit. Yeah. What's amazing is I like, I'm going on vacation like the week before that. So it's just going to be like an extended, <laughs> It's just going to be awesome. Like I get back the day before I fly out and um, I'm super, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm just excited to see everybody meet new people that I haven't really like met in quote unquote real life yet. Um, I'm super stoked, man. I, I agree. I, I, it's, it's really interesting to actually be able to meet a lot of the people that we've seen start doing stuff over the last, you know, six months and uh, yeah. put a face with that and you know hang out bounce ideas off each other and you know see what happens well and twitter kind of exploded the other day of everyone freaking out about the agenda and rob i've told you this before you've actually gotten mad at me for it um i mean listen, tons of value within the sessions of elevate i'm not saying that there's not but um please please t if you could just if you guys want to back me up here for the people at home um 
most of the time, the thing that you didn't expect to come out of it is going to come in one of those just off the cuff bump in conversations. You're going to meet somebody that you didn't expect to meet. That's going to be very closely aligned with what you're doing, your business or somebody that, you know, you expected to meet and they're going to have, you know, an idea for you. But there will be a, a, like kind of a conversation or two or three or all of them that just kind of sear themselves into your brain and kind of follow you back and just the the ability to kind of feed off that you know energy and momentum you know just what does that feel like because i think there's a lot of agents that haven't been in that type of environment they go to their state stuff but it's probably not the same thing um and what is that what is that experience like yeah i mean that's dude that's the reason and how i even know rob it was like either the pre like the kind of that first night sort of um welcome cocktail sort of time. Uh, Rob is like the master of disaster when it comes to just like work in the room. And that's how, I mean, I wasn't, I was kind of just like, I don't even know, maybe eating a freaking cracker or something. And Rob just comes up, introduces himself, starts talking. That's when we got to know each other. Uh, you know, uh, Tracy, um, she, her and I like sat in the front row, like a bunch of dweebs, I guess. But, um, that's, that's how, yeah, Tracy Cotton. That's how we got to know each other. It's just like the few minutes before somebody started talking and then that's it. You know, I mean, we hung out, I guess a little bit, but yeah, man, like outside of the sessions is, you know, where the relationships are like really built. And I think it, it comes a little bit easier um, than your sort of like state association or young agents conferences, because you feel like at those, sometimes I feel like some agents think, ah, you know, this guy's my competition. I don't really want to, you know, you have, they, they feel like they need to tread lightly. But when you're talking to agents that are like on the other end of the United States or, or, you know, hell in Canada, like Jeff Roy, you know, you're picking up all these tips and tricks in your mind sharing. You're talking about all these things and some things will work for you. Some won't. And all of that comes like outside of the sessions, you know, um, 100% of it does. Now, don't get me wrong. I had like crazy notes that I wrote in, in the sessions that I, that I went to and chose to go to. Um, but man, outside of them in between sessions is when the magic happens, man. Absolutely. Uh, the, the one thing I would add on to that is do, uh, is um, find a person that you really connect with and continue the conversation after the conference. Um, I will tell you the first half or the first three months of my year were absolutely incredible in what I was able to get done because I had like an accountability partner, another insurance guy, and we just got stuff done. We'd send each other texts like, hey man, I published today, where are you at? And that little bit of back and forth helped me get to the next level in actually getting stuff done. And that was something that someone that I met at another conference. And it was just kind of like bumped into each other at breakfast. And it was like, hey, like, are we cool here? Like, did this, like, we just became best friends. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that is really, I, I know that's tough to quantify and tough to, you know, justify to your bosses, et cetera. Like, this is the cool thing that I got out of this conference, <laughs> but it really is the thing that's going to make the biggest difference because listening to Marcus Sheridan, who's an incredible speaker is going to be awesome. But that feeling that you got from him is going to pass and you're not going to get anything done unless you have somebody there pushing you along. Absolutely, man. Great point. Now, all of that said, real quick, Joey, I will say 
if they, if anyone listening had to choose only one session, I got to say, man, our panel discussion <laughs> is going to be freaking like on fire. It's probably going to go down in history. I'm just saying, um, it's just the, the mix of, you got folks from like four generator, like four generation family owned businesses to two generation family owned businesses. You got me coming from like a scratch agency, you know, it, for, for agency owners, it's going to be incredible because they're going to learn a lot about sort of the, the next gen for people that are in there and, and, you know, maybe want ideas on how to approach their agency owner to, to make, make a change and, and kind of get ready for the future. Dude, it's going to be sick, man. I mean, I'm so excited to hear from these folks. I like the hard sell, Woody. I like it. That's how you get things done. Yeah. Yeah. done. I'm just um, saying, put the oatmeal cookie down, come to the session. Yeah. Let's, it's going to be amazing. So I, I think we could all probably be on the same page with this. Uh, there, cause now Woody, you, you flew solo last year. You didn't know anybody. You came by yourself. You right. made a lot of great friends. I'm mm-hmm. assuming there's probably somebody listening to this very episode that is also maybe in a similar position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is what drives me nuts like the most too, right? Like if you're going, or if you have, if you didn't, if you didn't decide to go to elevate this year based on, I don't know anybody one, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, two, uh, if you are going and you're going to be there, um, I, I will say personally for myself, I'm sure Robin Woody, uh, come find any one of us and mm-hmm. we will definitely introduce you to some people to kind of get you kind of off and going. And, and, you know, that's, it's like, it's like, feels weird, right? It's like to go up and talk to somebody. And I always like to just make sure it's like, Hey, listen, let's, you know, if there's somebody you want to meet, talk to, we should, you know, introduce to some people and then you can decide how much you want to, you know, be a leech to them moving forward. But, um, we'll at least get you. Uh, started fair deal. I think everyone would maybe agree. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 Um, and then, uh, next year, if you haven't, I mean, cause elevates kind of sold out, I guess, probably, um, we had like a couple tickets left, but, uh, new Orleans, March of 2019 is where we're going to be. Um, feel free to kind of put that on. I don't know the exact dates. Do you guys know the exact dates? I, I feel like I shouldn't be asking <laughs> you that question. That's like, yeah, no, I should know this question, but it's like the end of March. I can't remember. Um, make sure to mark that definitely down. If it is, uh, if it is of interest to you, uh, we will be in new Orleans, 2019, end of March ish, I believe middle to end of March. Um, and if I'm pretty sure Robin Woody will maybe be, I'm not going to assume that you're going, but I'm, I think you might be there. Uh, same deal applies to, uh, we'll also be very kind and introduce you to anybody that you want to do. Um, gentlemen, closing thoughts, um, opinions, criticisms, just do it. Yeah, I agree, man. Naki had it right the first time. That is just go and do it, man. Nothing's going to change unless you take action and, and make it happen. So 